0: Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 275 of the Department of Offense. Joining me is, or I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos.
1: Yeah, Carlos is in the studio
0: today. Yeah, we're a couple of cool cats. Bringing you some sweet-ass jives.
1: Uh, not not so many, not so much uh, jives, but we are bringing our presence into your ear holes. Yeah, on this, the 275th episode of The Department of Awesome. Unfortunately, that's not really an anniversary or anything, but like, Maybe come back in 25 episodes and it'll be a, a anniversary Maybe show. Yeah,
0: whole whole thing. It'll be real cool. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I've got to give a shout-out to the coolest of cats, our patron supporters. You can become one of those by heading over to patreon.com slash Studios and becoming a patron today. Really like to give a shout-out to the coolest of cats, Andy Thompson. Peace, brother. And
1: I hear that he wears his sunglasses at night. Because his future is so bright. Deep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, and then I'd also like to give it a shout <laughs> out. Uh, if you are do any Amazon shopping, head over to Amazon or BlindedStudios.com. Click on the Amazon link on our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal really helps us out. Uh, yeah. So that bit at the beginning is we are wearing sunglasses uh,
1: because Carlos uh, is having some eye issues. And I just wanted to wear sunglasses to look cool like Carlos. Allergies are fun. They're not fun uh, right now, actually. Actually, they're never fun.
2: Yeah, there's never a good time for allergies, I don't think.
1: But then like, I come down to the studio and like all the lights are on and my eyes are just yelling at me. So Yeah, but now we got a, a chance to do cool cats. Because K- Casey turned on all the lights, even though we're not recording the video for this one. Well, yeah, but it's habit and I like the light. And the recording time, because the recording time is a little different today.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, we initially moved the recording time up uh, this Sunday to like a 2 p.m. afternoon show uh, to accommodate two people who are not here. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, uh, so Carlos, man, what have you been up to,
1: my friend? Uh, Let's see, this last week uh, I had to do a presentation for one of my classes. What did you present? It wasn't anything exciting. It was just talking about upgrading the audio equipment at CBTC, which is the uh, technical college I go to. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. It was a pain in the ass to put together, do the slideshow and everything for it. And, just, and like, try to figure out, like, how much like st- how much uh, background for I need to grab and things like that. But did the presentation. It went off fine. That's good. That's awesome. Like, I'm... Good at uh, projecting my voice when I'm doing presentations and stuff like that, but the thing is, like, I can I'm not very good at uh, unless I really pra- study, at, practice ahead of time, which I did not do for this one because I did not care enough. Because uh, I was just kind of fed up with the project by that point mm-hmm. in time. But it's like I, so I had mostly it was going off of note cards. Oh, note cards. Yeah. Uh, was it? Did you have to like stand in
2: front of the class and do yeah. it, or was it uh, okay? It wasn't like an online presentation thing.
1: Yeah. No. It wasn't an online presentation. Okay. Actually, it turns out that uh, I've talked to people like who actually were able to get get the class online. And uh, they don't even have to do a presentation. It's like, well, fuck.
2: Well,
1: that's, I wanted that. Yeah, I want the not presentation
2: and the not going to class. That sounds way better. Yeah.
1: like It's like, why do I have to do all this extra stuff? That's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair at all. Yeah, so that's been and like I, got, I did the presentation on Friday, so I was... I did that. I finished up like putting my slides together Friday morning, because I was uh, I was tired because almost the uh, Friday because I uh, had seen Avengers Thursday night. Avengers. Yeah. So uh, we're not getting
2: we're not going to uh, get into any kind no, of spoiler discussion.
1: But it, uh, it's really a kind of a celebration for the fans. The yeah, last the 11
2: last years. eleven years. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah. And you like, basically
1: get, like, the more movies that you've watched in the last 11 years, the more you're going to get out of it.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was, it was was bizarre. Going opening night, too. Yeah, uh, That might have been a mistake. There was a lot of people there. There was a sobbing girl.
1: Did I don't not know, like sobbing girl. Like, uh, I didn't mind going opening night at the Alamo Draft House just because it didn't feel as packed.
2: Yeah, well, and everything um, is, like... Assigned and stuff. Yeah, um, they did keep mixing up our uh, our ticket orders. Yeah, for no, food.
1: Uh, that was that was weird.
2: Yeah, that was that was a bummer. But other than that, not too bad. It was it was really good. It was a long movie. It could have used an intermission. I think I don't know where you would have put it, but it could have used one. Just uh, just for a quick minute to get up and pee. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that would have been nice. All right, anything else, man? Uh. Well, oh, I suppose it was, uh, well, we'll wait for talking about that on your turn. So,
2: oh, on yeah. my turn. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're just going to end your turn and then. Well, because you're going to bring it up. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Um, let's see. What have I been up to this week? Uh, we recorded last week, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Trying to remember what I've all done this. It was, was, was this week a busy hour? We played, we played some Lothos. We, uh. We had, we had a slightly abbreviated uh, episode. and yeah, it was a little shorter. But uh, kind of set the stage for a, I guess, a finale of sorts, uh, where um, we are going to wrap up this
1: side quest that we've been on. And then the following week... Uh, really, we're going to wrap that entire thing up in one episode? We'll see. I find that hard to believe. I do too. You guys
2: are terrible. Um, but we'll see. And, uh, yeah, then you guys... Are, well, you, then you're running Lothos for the next four yeah, weeks. Yeah, I'm going to be
1: running Lothos for well, the next four off, weeks. Well, I'm off
2: gallivanting across Europe, doing different things.
1: It'll be uh, for anybody who's been following Lothos. It's going to be, uh, we'll be back in the lands of Lothos instead of like the lands of uh, Did Lothos. you Have you
2: figured out what, um, what area in Lothos you're going to be yet?
1: Uh, I haven't quite narrowed it down. I have a couple ideas. Okay. All right. Uh, what I need to do is actually look at the physical map of the it map again. again. Yeah. Because it's hard to like, because I like I have like how what my character went through on all those travels. That's my map of it. It's like and that makes no sense. <laughs> Especially
0: anybody who's ever looked at any
1: of my notes for Lothos, like is like this makes no sense at all. Yeah, you can't follow this stuff.
2: Yeah, we should have grabbed sample glasses too. We didn't think about that. Yeah, so we're gonna have to drink drink up. Um, and then uh, let's see, Friday night, uh, I we we went out for uh for an early birthday dinner. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. We uh, went to Vinzer Stube um, and Ziggy's, and yeah, so we did a little bit of bar hopping. We went to Vinzer Stube, got liters of beer uh, and some delicious food. Well, I
1: got one liter of beer. Okay, I got two. Yeah, two liters. Yeah, I had to uh, drive home, so yep. I had to.
2: Yeah, no, I appreciate you taking that bullet I had to for balance me. it. Balance, yeah, not not have not have all the liters of beer, just uh, just one of the liters of beer. Um, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we ended up back here drinking some beer, listening to some records, and then I fell asleep on the couch.
1: Yeah. Um. We were at Agave for, like, quite a few hours. We were not at Agave for a few hours. We were there for a long time, Casey. Oh, maybe we were. I don't know. Yeah, we were there for at least two to three hours. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, quite a few uh, that didn't seem like quite a few. I was drinking, like, well... Like, I only had, like, two drinks during that time, but that's because, you know, I had a drive, and yep. uh, so I just had t- two of the uh, rum and Red rum Bulls. Rum and Red Bulls,
2: yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we were there for a bit, um, and then, yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened that evening. I don't know, there was a bunch of stuff. Uh, then we, uh, then I had Beer Fest on Saturday, uh, and it was actually a really good Beer Fest. I did not get too kershnickered. I was very proud of myself. You didn't think it could be done. And it turns out it really couldn't be done It could be done I did not get kershnickered at Beerfest. By the got- time
1: Casey got back He was kershnickled
2: Yes, I that that was the Mike's problems uh, we, So we, we bought rounds And so I had three beers after Or four beers after Beer Fest That was the problem Yeah But then we went and we, we played outside And it was fun We went and threw some discs yeah, around I did
1: as poorly as I expected I did horribly because I was drunk and it was fun. Sometimes I got the frisbee to go straight. Sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I got to go perfectly, but it went over the uh, thing. And so I was like, oh, well, I mean, I'm the same distance away as I was before now. Yep. And that's always fun. Or sometimes I'll start off the throw and I'll be so bad that's like, well, like I went sideways so much that like I actually gained no distance.
2: Well, you know, it's uh, it's, it's just go sideways then.
0: It's fine. It's Sideways.
1: Well, then I if I keep doing that then I've gone a 360 degrees and I'm back where I started after the Honestly, that's kind of impressive. It shouldn't be. It's not actually impressive. It's, no, it's
2: impressive in the wrong way, but it's yeah. still impressive. All right. Um yeah, and then today I I'm pretty much packed for Wednesday. I got all my laundry done. I got all my clothes packed. I yeah, I'm like I think I'm like 80 percent packed. I got
1: all like, your beers exploded ahead of time.
2: What do you mean exploded? It, like a uh, for uh, oh oh Gordon's yeah Gordon's thing. beer that yeah, exploded. and then my regulator died, and I'm really bummed about that because there there were two beers I wanted to taste on Homebrew Bound today, and now I have to wait for a month before I can taste them. And so you're
1: recording Homebrew Bound this afternoon.
2: Yep. Yeah. After after we're done here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about malts. Those delicious indelible molds, but yeah. So that that that, that that's, that's kind of what's going on. All right, Carlos, should we taste some beer? But before that, we need to drink some beer. Yeah, so we can
1: put it in the thing. I have half a glass of flat tire still to drink. I do too. So, so be so prepared for some exciting podcast. All right, so
2: here's here's what's gonna happen, Carlos. Hang on, don't don't do that yet. Our our, our beers about level. Yeah, they're pretty level. Okay, all right. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pull out a stopwatch, and we're going to have a race, because that'll be interesting. So if I can figure out how to open up my stopwatch here, um, I think I just go into the clock app. All right. Oh, yep. Stopwatch. Okay. Are you ready?
1: I mean, no. I mean, I have mucus membranes that aren't working properly, but sure.
2: All right. All right. Three, two, one, go. Alright, he's one second in. He's almost there. Almost there. Three. Four. Okay. That was uh four and a half seconds. Not bad. Not bad, Carlos. All right. Here's here's that one. Give me the countdown. Make sure you give some awesome commentary.
1: Alright, so Casey has his beer. I'm gonna give him the countdown. Three, two, one. Three forty-six. Woo!
2: For half a beer, that was that's not actually very good. No,
1: it's not. <laughs> See, I was thrown off because I thought they were both gonna be drinking at the same time. Well, so, like, so I had my like, glass like away from me and everything. And I was like, oh, it's, oh, oh, no, he's actually just timing only me. Okay.
2: Well, Carlos, so one of us had to talk, otherwise, it's four seconds of dead air. But it would have been like at the same time. I need a better bottle opener. We hand me one of those bottle openers over there. There's like 14 of them on the table. And I always have the bad one next to me. All right. So, last week we tasted um a delicious sour from New Glarus, And today we have another.
1: Is it going to be delicious though?
2: Well, uh I'll find, here, I'll read the bottle after you pour yourself some here. Uh yeah, so pouring it's Oh man, it's hard to see what it what It's pouring this beautiful uh red color, and I know it's fruited. I'm guessing it's cherries or raspberries. Alright, so this is a fruited uh, sour from New Glarus. Um, 10% ABV. Ooh, that's higher than I expected. Um, Our fruited sour was spontaneously fermented in a um, a cool ship and blended with New York uh, region grapes. The winter of 2016 uh, gave Champ Rouge a long, cold, and slow fermentation.
1: Yeah, that, that looks like it's hard to read. That uh,
2: it did like yeah. They so on their specials here they have like this like handwritten font, um, and it's very hard to read.
1: Uh, yeah. So I wish bottle, that uh, spontaneous uh. Uh, what was it a Spontaneously uh Spontaneously fermented It'd be nice if that was the same as like Spontaneous like combustion like just all of a sudden Like out of nowhere it just fermented It's like what the hell just happened Well this, so that's kind of how this they fermented and I wasn't even looking at
2: it Well so that's, that's kind of what uh, What kind of happened is um, They Like that's so the cool ship is like a big um, Metal Box we kind of talked about that a little bit last yeah. week um, and they let the beer in there, and they open up the barn doors, and it lets the the wind bring like the bacteria and um, the yeast. Yeah, but the, they have uh, the to yeast. do that
1: for some period of time, though, right?
2: Yes, uh, but that's how they did it. You know, back in the day before we understood what yeast and stuff was, like how it was. So it was spontaneously fermenting. We just knew that if the wind went over it, all of a sudden it oh. made beer.
1: Yeah, I know that uh, you can. Because uh, I got a book, uh, "How to Invent Everything." And one of the things in there is it talks about how to invent beer uh, not, Well, how to invent bread but also beer more importantly because, beer because you gotta make because you gotta get yeast so for bread like basically you you get like the yeast in the air and then you like keep cultivating that over and over again and it takes like a couple weeks and then you have yeast that's been like has evolved now to make bread yep so yeah because otherwise you just get flat bread unleavened if you will yeah well that's just like the flatbreads but, but
2: you could get like a tortilla yeah that, you, you get, get the tortillas a, you get a naan you could get a i don't know what that is that's uh that's that's indian flatbread you could get a uh uh what are the uh uh like a Pita. You
1: could get church wafer. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, generally, you generally don't start sur- uh, your survival. You can get yourself a Ritz at- cracker. <laughs> Saltine, you generally maybe? don't start your uh, your uh, survival foods at like uh, <laughs> at church wafers. I don't
2: know what you're talking about, man. I go straight to church wafer. Like that's the first place I'm raiding in the apocalypse. <laughs> the storage cupboard at the Catholic church. Get those
1: wafers and the wine. Yeah. But yeah, I like, it. it's a fun book. So uh, I guess right. we can uh, we actually talk about the beer. You
2: actually want to talk about the beer? I just wanted to pour the beer. I wanted to have a drinking contest. Oh, so I had this beer uh, from New Belgium yesterday that blew my mind. I absolutely loved it. It was Agua Fresca Cerveza. It was a, uh, it's a watermelon beer, but it didn't taste, like, you know how a lot of watermelon beers, they're like the, uh, the watermelon wheat? Yeah. This beer was so good. Um... Like it had that watermelon flavor. It had like a little like slight tartness to it.
1: Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Was it a wheat beer or was it something else?
2: It was something else. Um, it's called Miro Agua Fresca Cerveza from New Belgium. Let's see if I can. Uh, so, it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, why does it make me put in my goddamn birthday?
1: Because you're looking up information about beer, Casey. Who knows? You could be like seventeen.
2: Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to find this. But produced in partnership with uh, Premis uh, Cerveces area, uh, a leading Mexican craft brewery uh, based in Mexico City, founded by three cousins, uh, Rodolfo, Jamie, and Rebecca. Mural is our joint homage to the classic agua fresca that also pushes the boundaries of what a beer can be. In Mexico, the agua fresca is everywhere. They're usually found in street food markets and feature a blend of seasonal fruits. Arcevesa takes inspiration for Agua Frescas and features hibiscus, agave, watermelon, and lime for a fresh, vibrant sip. It's 4%, um, and it was just fantastic. Um, I Yeah, I kept going back and getting more. So I think uh we should pick that one up for the show one of these days, or yeah. if, if I'm gone and you're looking for something, I think they have it at Casanova.
1: Yeah, well, like, we'll see if I want to drive to Casanova for beers. Well, I might. Next up, time you go to Hudson for your Chipotle run. I might end up just doing, uh, I'm just going to buy all the beers in one uh, purchase. And then they're like, well, that's the beers for the month. Just you can do Bud, Bud Light, Coors and Coors Light. Those are your four weeks. No, that sounds like terrible. I would not do the show. <laughs>
2: I would not be doing the
1: show. All
2: right, Carlos, let's talk about this beer, though, from New Belgium. One, or not new, new Glarus, one of the uh, best breweries in the state.
1: It's not bad. It does not taste ten percent. That's for sure.
2: No, the ten percent, not even a little bit. I um, don't
1: remember the other sour that we had from them. Uh, that much, that, that from was that week. was the that was the goose, the blended. Like I'm not getting like I am getting like some subtle fla- like fruit flavors in there. Like it's it's, it's not it's super very strong. Like yeah
2: um yeah there's there's uh there's like almost uh like that wine skin like tannin tannin esque um astringency on the back end yeah or it just kind of dries your mouth out like a very dry wine um, yeah oh, I love the color the color is beautiful it's this very uh very wine uh wine like deep red had to take my uh my my cool man shades Off for a minute To to actually get a good look at it But
1: Yeah Alright Carlos Give me a number I am gonna give this An 8 it's, It seems It's very solid yeah. uh, I like it I ADB honestly don't very... know
2: What I would change about it Except maybe lower the ABV Because 10 percent's a lot
1: Yeah It's kind of a lot
2: Um, Yeah I think 8 Seems like the right number Carlos, we haven't done a show with just the two of us in a while, have we? We
1: have not. This is kind of fun. You know what we didn't talk about this episode yet? My giant steak that looked like it was out of the Flintstones. Oh, I was going to bring that up later, yeah.
2: No, yeah, so fucking come downstairs to- uh, At like
1: 9 o'clock in the morning.
2: Yeah, come downstairs, 9 o'clock in the morning, and Carlos is making a goddamn steak that- You remember the opening credits of the Flintstones where um, like they they go to the drive-up place and like the fucking giant rack of- uh, ribs, gets comes out and, like, makes the car tip over. That was the steak Carlos was making. It uh, looks like it came right off of a Brontosaurus
1: or something. Well, like, I had, like went to the grocery store How, that What morning. was the poundage on that thing? I don't know, because I didn't buy them individually. And, like, because I went to the grocery store this morning because I had a couple of steaks in the freezer, but, like, I'm out of paper towels, and I got to dry them off before I cook them. Yep. So I was like, well, I'm going to buy some more steaks while I'm here. And, and uh, I was like, well, like... They had like the the uh, top round steaks on sale or whatever, which they're not the best steak, not the best steaks, but yeah. they're always they're cheap and they're even cheaper today. So it's like, well, I'm gonna we get those, and it was like I just got six of them, and I was yeah, like, you just got the top half of a cow. I said, but I said, uh, you know, I'll go with uh, just give me six of the, um, uh, give me the big ones. And uh, it turns out that one of them was... Well, it looked like a
2: goddamn roast. It
1: was a little excessive,
2: actually. Did you, did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it. Was, it. was it a struggle towards the end? It so was a this, struggle, this This steak, like, well, this steak uh, we have a, um, was it, let's say like a 12 or 14 inch pan, right? A cast iron pan yeah. up there. And it filled the fucking thing. Yeah, it filled the it, entire like, pan. Like edge to edge, just full. And it was thick. And it was
1: like three inches thick. It was not three inches th- thick. I think it was three inches thick. No, it was. It was like this thick. Yeah, that's like
2: two inches. Okay, two and a half inches thick. We have a ruler. We can. We can. We can, We can get to mean, the bottom of
1: this. We'd have to go back in time. Well, Carlos, we'll just use our time machine. Yeah, but we don't have one. We well, you're have, right. We
2: don't have wait, wait, wait. one.
1: Is this a? Unless maybe we don't need one if it's a groundhog day loop today, Casey.
2: That's why I keep trying to figure out what the hell you're doing with your uh, goddamn
1: massive steak. Well, I mean, if it was a groundhog steak loop, why wouldn't you just keep eating the, a giant steak every morning? Because then you took a nap immediately afterwards. It wasn't immediately afterwards. It was a while afterwards because it's like my allergies were just like still kicking me in the ass. Na- maybe
2: like, you're allergic to
1: giant steaks. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. I am not allergic to Are giant steaks. Are you sure steaks. you're not allergic yeah. to
2: giant steaks? But
1: yeah, no, this thing was huge. I I I'd, it did not fit on my plate very well. I had to I cut a like a chunk of it off, slid the steak around on my plate a little bit and then was able to squeeze girls, that. Chunk. that
2: steak was big enough to feed a family of 4.
1: Yeah, probably. But I was like I was kind of hungry.
2: Kind of hungry, yeah. and then you eat a giant you you eat a steak big enough big
1: enough to kill a horse. Well, the problem was if I froze that one, it would Like when I have a system down for like when I defrost a steak and then sous vide it, Uh, like I just toss in the sous vide waters and I run it for an extra half hour to an hour. I I just just out of curiosity, did it ever occur to
2: you to maybe butcher that steak um, into smaller steaks?
1: Like the thing is, like I knew that it was going to be large. I didn't realize it was going to be that large. (laughs) But by that point, I had already committed myself to like I'm just going to eat this steak. And it's like, well, I'm in, I'm not going to back down now. This
2: is my life now. I don't. I I kind of want to take you to like I already had
1: it baked and everything. Like why? Would I, I, I,
2: I, I, I want. I kind of want you to do like one of those like uh, giant steak challenges at like one of those like steakhouses where they bring out like the fifty-four ounce. But that's like multiple pounds, Carlos. That steak was multiple pounds. But that steak was
1: literally multiple pounds with no bone. But that was like, Those steaks usually have a bone in them. But those are like even more pounds. Like an extra pound on there.
2: Oh, an extra pound on top of the four pounds that you ate today. Yeah.
1: It was probably more like three, to be fair. <laughs> it doesn't
2: make it any better.
1: It makes an entire pound better. Like you should eat like eight ounces of red meat. It makes it 25% better, Casey, than it no, was. I, uh, all right. Here, here. All right,
2: it was a top round, right? Yeah. Steak. Calories per ounce. <laughs> okay. All right. So you said it was three pounds, right? Yeah. So that's what forty-eight calorie or forty-eight ounces.
1: Yeah. Sure. Okay.
2: So if we go with this, with uh, lean, no, like completely lean trimmed fat
1: uh no butter added oh i don't add butter okay uh no yeah just all right and there was some fat on there that i cut off okay all right i mean it wasn't a lot of fat i didn't like go through the entire thing of uh, the entire loaf of meat to get all that fat out of there. it's not
2: it's not too bad it's not too bad it's only 1932 calories
1: Oh, that's not bad. That, that's like just a day's <laughs> food. I'm probably not going to be hungry till dinner time.
0: What time is dinner time?
1: Probably 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock.
2: Okay, so that's... Probably steak. not going to be making another steak. <laughs> probably not going to do that. No, man, I'm thinking it's a pizza night. Ugh, I don't know. I've been doing pizza for, with Game of Thrones, so yeah. that's probably what I'll keep doing. And I haven't had pizza this weekend. And pizza always sounds good. But I had pizza on Wednesday at the at the
1: movie. What's well, been sounding good is uh, wings.
2: Carlos, you say that, but every you've had how you've had 3 3 chances to get wings this weekend, two. Two chances to get wings this weekend. Two chances. Two chances. And you've turned out well technically three if you count Ziggy's. But two chances to get wings.
1: Which time at Ziggy's?
2: Uh, when we went there before food.
1: Before food at for your birthday. Yep. No, that one doesn't count because I, are like I'm already like I've already had food in my stomach from Chipotle, and then I was going to be eating. Wait, German you
2: food. went to Chipotle? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we t- yeah <laughs> we talked about this.
1: Yeah, I had Chipotle beforehand because I was like, well, I'm going to have some food in my stomach because I am going to be drinking today. Yep. But like, I'm going to be driving us around, and also I just needed some food. I understand. And then after that and then after the german food we went to agave and it's like well these like you can just smell the grease in the air it's like oh smell the delicious wings some buffalo wings would be great right now but uh you know i just did not have room in my stomach it would not have been it was not would not have been a smart idea to order wings i have a question carlos Why do we get off more on
2: tangent when it's just the two of us and I'm not trying to wrangle in a fucking table full of people? I
1: have no idea. I don't know why it works that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And now the Department of Defense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right. A pair of bumbling burgers were arrested. Burgers Burglars were arrested after apparently butt-dialing 911 while fleeing the scene of, of, a, of a burglary at Best Buy near Houston uh, early Saturday. The men were alleged to have knocked off a Best Buy in Sugarland, Texas, at about 3 a.m. While responding to an alarm at the store, dispatch received a 911 call in the area. Uh, but instead of a caller, they only heard background noise. Authorities said they pinged the cell phone, which is coming from a car traveling towards Houston from the suburban electronics store, and took off in pursuit. He somehow butt dialed 911. Uh, they put it all together. Officers were already en route uh, to the alarm call when they got the other 911 call, a communications officer f- uh, for the Houston Police Department said. The suspects led police on a chase that reached speeds of 120 miles per hour. The suspects bailed out of their truck in northeast Houston, but two of the three were captured. Uh, the third remains at large. Authorities found stolen laptops and other electronics
1: for Best Buy in the suspect's truck. Like, so. They would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. You know, well, I mean that dumbass with like a nine hundred and eleven dial in his back pocket,
2: right? Oh yeah, no, it's it's so dumb. Um, like so, just uh, we don't want to help out with crimes. Like that's that's not what we're trying to do at all. But if you're gonna do a crime, do it smart, please. I don't know. Maybe uh,
1: shut your phones off. Yeah, just- shut. Yeah, sh- leave your phones at home. You probably don't need them. You're criming. You could probably just shut your phone off, though. I mean, you-, you don't have to leave it at home. I would say just leave it at home. Focus on your crime.
2: And then deal with the phone later. But mostly focus on the crime.
1: Yeah, and maybe uh, make sure that when you're leaving the cr- scene of the crime, you have your wallet in your pocket, because you don't want to accidentally leave your wallet behind. You know Leave your wallet at home, too. Well, it's illegal, Casey, to drive without a wa- uh, your uh, driver's license. Well, wait br- put, put your driver's license in your car and leave it in your car. But what if you do the crime? At, well, I guess you could leave it in the car. All right, that'd be, yeah. that'd be fine.
2: You just leave it in the car. Leave your wallet in your car. You know what? You can even leave your uh, phones off, but in your car. Just put them in the glove box.
1: But, Casey, somebody might steal them out of their car.
2: Well, I mean, if you're criming, that's a risk you're going to take. <laughs> also, if you need to ditch the vehicle, do n- make sure that you don't leave your license there. Also, probably steal a car I mean, if to do you, your criming.
1: If you're going to abandon a vehicle, yeah, you want to you first maybe make sure that, like, the, it, the car can't be traced back to you, for example, if the car's in your name. Yeah. No, yeah, don't, don't maybe, do that. Maybe double-check that first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you don't, like, ditch the cars, like, the whole time, like, well, I mean, it was just in your name. Let also, just,
2: if you're going to uh, commit crimes with an accomplice... Make sure it's an accomplice that you're faster than.
1: Yeah, or maybe you should have both uh, spend uh, several months, you know, making sure that you got a good running speed going on. So, like when you're, when you both break for it, you got like, some good speed on you. Or uh, just don't commit crimes. I mean, you could do that, but like that's that seems like it's the easy way to avoid it. Right.
2: Wait, so what you could do is you get a cover job at Best Buy, right? Yeah. Just to case the joint. But then you got to work there for a few months, a couple of years, maybe. Just make sure you case it real good. And during that time, you're accumulating money.
1: And it really actually right? sounds like, though, like if you're working at Best Buy, you're surely accumulating the desire to steal from Best Buy. Though. <laughs> maybe. Or you're just you're just permanently stuck in that Best Buy. How could I help you attitude? So maybe your just desire to murder customers increases, and and you do murder instead of, like, stealing. It's a
2: tumultuous time for America's most nominally reserved game show, as the fervently nerdy Jeopardy uh, community reckons not only with Alex Trebek's recent cancer diagnosis, but also with the earth-shattering, record-breaking run of sports-better juggernaut James Holzhauer. Uh, employing a strategy of aggressive wagers and lightning-fast buzzer skills, tower has become the game's latest super champion, steadily creeping up the winnings record set by Ken Jennings with his legendary 74-game streak back
1: in 2004. But he's already surpassed him.
2: I, uh, he's, yeah, I think he's creeping up on All right. Um And consider this your standard disclaimer, that both men's runs were only enabled by a 2003 rule change that eliminated the five-episode limit on champions, a divergence from decades earlier. Precedent, Uh, But while uh, Holzhauer's wins have brought increased attention back to America's last true meritocracy of any worth, um, it's also accidentally revealed a horrifying truth lurking at the very center of the show's heart. Dear readers, or, well, dear listeners, please steel yourselves. We regret to inform you that both Kennings and Holzhauer have confirmed that contestants are no longer allowed to wager... $69 $69 is their final Jeopardy bets. Kennings?
1: Ken Jennings. Yeah, there is a typo here. <laughs> Unless his nickname is Kennings, but I don't think oh, yeah, I heard no, that. No, one. no, no. Yeah, it's so a Jennings.
2: Um, all right. Perhaps the decision to ban the funny sex number is merely in keeping with the show's overall ethos, which focuses on singular dominance over the joys of pleasure shared, but it's still a bit of a bummer, especially given that this is a show that once allowed a contestant to trick Trebek into saying Turd Ferguson on air. Uh, Holtzower went on to say that 69 is only one of five apparently banned wager amounts, and while it initially seemed possible he was only joking, we won't say our minds didn't race to certain possibilities. Might the humble 420 bet now be off the table? What about... Uh, eighty thousand and eighty five dollars. There was, a, or it's inverted sister. They did get a, Somebody and eight did dollars. get
1: uh Alex Trebek to say Kebert Zella for uh, one of the episodes. I don't. I don't. Get so that's uh, a Family Guy restu- a reference where uh, somebody for Final Jeopardy put get wrote down Kebert Zella, and then Alex Trebek like exploded into a cloud of like uh, nothingness because uh there's the uh there's this this uh superman villain who's like this extra dimensional being with this weird name
2: oh oh, pick, oh like, yeah yeah yeah
1: yep and if they, if he says his name backwards three times he has to return to his home dimension so they so i think that's uh so that's how they got rid of him yeah i like it yeah no uh yeah i, I don't know like uh i don't really care if they can't vote put in a sixty nine.
2: Uh, well so alright, um so digging happened and do you want to know what the numbers are? Sure. The the other band numbers? Numbers are uh fourteen, eighty eight, fourteen eighty eight, um, and six hundred and sixty six. Um the fourteen, eighty eight, and fourteen eighty eight are apparently uh neo Nazi numbers. Oh all right. And so that's why those are banned, uh, because Nazis ruin everything and take the fun out of yeah. all the things. And we are huge proponents on this show of punching Nazis, if you ever see one.
1: And then 666
2: was banned, why? Because it's the devil's number, and it's Jeopardy. But like it's not
1: really the devil's number, it's just a number that people decide, like, we need a weird number. That- it's the
0: number of the beast, Carlos! It's the number of the beast!
1: Yeah, no. I don't
2: know. That's what a Satanist would say. Or God, I mean, you. We did. We did determine last week that you are God.
1: I will say that I learned a lot from Ken Jennings' uh, podcast that he does with another person called oh, the does? Omnibus. Yeah,
2: what is uh, what the, what do they talk about?
1: Uh, well, basically they choose a topic every week, and after roughly thirty minutes of talking about and background information and like whatever they're talking, like other trivial information, they like they finally get on topic to whatever the show's whatever the episode's about. Uh, they. <laughs> And like some of the, like some things are like uh, I like, oh, it makes sense to do an episode like uh, but like one of the episodes I just listened to was called was about restaurants.
2: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: restaurants.
2: Restaurants are so fucking dumb.
1: Yeah, they are. dumb. I,
2: I, I like like so restaurants, for those of you who don't know, are uh, restaurants like Hooters, the Tilted Kilt, like stuff like that, where um, middle aged men can go creepily stare at uh, at women while eating chicken wings am I am I off there no is that about
1: right uh he does the podcast with John Roderick who is a musician and also does a bunch of podcasts so like I was like think t- like uh Ted dancing and blackface was one of the topics that was interesting like I kind of missed that growing up because that was that I don't that just didn't happen at the right time period for me because I was so young it's uh, about there's things about uh Wow, there's a lot. there's a cheesesteak war going on in Philadelphia. Oh
2: man, cheesesteak sounds delicious right now. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. All I've had today is like a bag of peanuts and one a cheese One of the uh, steak. one of
1: the really inter- interesting episodes was the uh, about uh, freight hopping because John Roderick apparently did that in his youth. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's appa- become that's but become that was like super the, illegal but now. But that was me? like on the tail end of like uh, when like people didn't do it anymore and like that's like when he started doing it. And <laughs> There's like people, like every time he'd be caught, they'd be like, stop doing this. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm
2: trying to live that hobo lifestyle. I got everything in my bindle. I'm going to eat beans over a fire.
1: And like, apparently, he had like made rules for like uh, that he wouldn't break to keep himself safe. But like, as the years went by, like he started breaking those. <laughs> and like, apparently, that's what. Like, what were the rules? It would just like be things like don't get on a moving train. And things like that, just uh, for safety reasons. And like, he start, he started breaking them all. I was like, oh, I need to stop now. This is not, or it.
2: I'm gonna die. <laughs> all right. Uh, Melbourne Zoo uh was forced to lock down this afternoon after a cheeky orangutan. Uh, so the Australian spell orangutan weird. There's a hyphen in it. Maybe it's, there
1: should always be a
2: hyphen. It's O R A N G hyphen U T A
1: N. Ring. Utan I don't know why they did that actually. That's, I, don't that's a, I don't know. I maybe would have like, experimented with the hyphen at different places first before just selling on that one. <laughs> uh, Skip from his enclosure
2: for the second time in four years. Uh, Malu, a 15 year old uh, Sumitran uh, orangutan, escaped just after 3 p.m., prompting an evacuation of the area. He was recaptured within minutes. Trip to the zoo with uh, the tin lids ended, up, ended very abruptly uh, this Arvo. When Malu the orangutan escaped his enclosure and was on the loose when Twitter user wrote, Australian doesn't make any sense. Okay, what is a tin lid? I'm guessing a
1: child. A tin lid. Yeah, I'm guessing like I'm guessing a child. I'm pretty sure that's garbage can lid. You know, a tin lid. Yeah, it's made of like probably aluminum, but so are cans. They're not called tin cans; they're called aluminum cans. Nope,
2: it's a, uh, a tin tin lids or kids. Nope, it's
1: uh, the trash can lid. No, it's uh, it's, it's tin lids or kids. It's an aluminum lid, Casey, or maybe they say aluminium over in Australia, like they say in the UK. All
2: right, and Arvo is afternoon, which doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: Well, no, I don't have anything for that one.
2: (laughs) All right. um, Rangers running around ushering people into the gift shop. Another wrote, damn, $75 for 30 minutes at the Melbourne Zoo before getting escorted out due to a dangerous animal escaping. A Melbourne Zoo spokeswoman said uh, in a statement, Melbourne Zoo can confirm that approximately uh, 315 today, Malu, a 15-year-old orangutan, got out of his exhibit. She said a review was currently underway to ascertain all the details. However, the situation was contained after a very limited period of time and was fully resolved within an hour. Uh, Melbourne zoo operations are uh, resumed in full by 4 p.m. All visitors were respectful, calm, and cooperative, which was greatly appreciated. Standard uh, Zoo's Victoria Protocol calls for evacuation of all visitors under these circumstances as safety of visitors, staff, and the animals in our care are the utmost priority. Orangutans are highly intelligent, and the Melbourne zoo uh, commends all keepers and ground staff involved in managing the situation so effectively and promptly. No further information is available at this stage. Um, So Matalew previously forced the zoo into lockdown in 2015 after he escaped from his enclosure using a blanket. He was on the loose for about an hour before being recaptured that time as well. It was not immediately clear how he achieved Friday's jailbreak.
1: So did they take away his blanket? So his next escape he had to do it without the blanket.
2: I feel like I want him to like Andy Dufresne like he has a picture of like a sexy orangutan like a poster and he's just slowly like chipping away at the wall behind it and then doing the zookeepers taxes.
1: I just like the thought that like he he failed his first escape and they take away what he needed to escape. But like that's only the midpoint of the movie because he because for the next half of the movie he's going to try to find another way to escape.
2: Well, I, I would watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure she probably it. multiple movies. You know what we could call it? Dunstan Checks Out. I'd probably call it Ape Escape. No, I'd call it Dunstan Checks Out. It could be a sequel to Dunstan like, his Checks Out.
1: But his name's not Dunstan.
2: Why not? Dunstan was an orangutan. His name can be Dunstan. Yeah. His name's not Dunstan. It's a movie, Carlos. We could change his name. We
1: have the power of screenwriters. It's, you can't call it Dunstan Checks Out. Why not? That's a great name for a movie. First of all, I'm gonna disagree with you because it doesn't make. There's no pun in there. Air. It makes no sense. Like, uh
2: uh-huh. If you well, think just, about Dunstan checking in this time, he checks out. It's Dunston checks in too. Checking out. No. Yeah. We're gonna create an entire Dunstan saga.
1: And I think how terrible it was for people actually named Dunstan. Like, and also, like, they start trying to check into a hotel, like. Oh, we're not falling for that one again.
0: we can't have monkeys here.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. That's probably ruined. Do
2: you you think there was any accidental racism that happened there? No. Okay, that's good.
1: No. Uh, Dunstan sounds like one of the whitest names there
2: is. Uh, The Australian government wants to kill two million feral cats by next year, and it wants to do it by airdropping poisonous sausages. Uh, they are currently, uh, there are currently an estimated 2 to 6 million free-roaming cats across the country, and officials say they are threatening native wildlife populations. According to the Australian government, the goal is to reduce the impact of feral predators and increase the resilience of our native species, because cats damage the productivity of Australia's farming sector. The government wants to kill 2 million wildcats by 2020, which it says are a major contributor to the extinction of at least 27 mammals since their introduction, the country by Europeans, possibly in the 1700s. Part of the plan is to call the rising cat population, or er, to uh, call the rising plat- cat population, is to bait the cats with lethal sausages made of kangaroo meat, chicken fat, herbs, spices, and a poison called 1080, which is deadly to animals. Uh, the sausages are dropped from airplanes uh, into areas with high stray cat populations. The cats allegedly die within 15 minutes of consuming the sausage. They've got to taste good, Dr. Dave Alger, who developed the recipe, said. Uh, they are the cat's last meal. Uh, PETA Australia calls the poisonous sausages horrifically cruel.
1: Now, oh, wait a second. PETA? PETA should be on board for the murdering of animals because that's what they do. They love to murder animals.
2: Well, yeah. Duh. But they also, you know, want them treated ethically and not fed delicious
1: sausages. I mean, delicious murder sausages. Now, I don't know if there's any other creatures in Australia that would eat poison sausages. Oh, I'm assuming that there would be. And also like,
2: I feel I feel like though what they're what they're getting at is it'll be okay.
1: And there's another problem. Like I'm pretty sure that uh Australia has a rat problem. If I re- if I recall correctly, I think like rats are another invasive species. They also have a toad it, problem. Like
2: and a rabbit problem.
1: And the thing is Cats actually hunt those, including they hunt baby rabbits. They also hunt slightly larger yes, rabbits. Yes, but
2: they also are are hunting the native species and making them go extinct.
1: Yeah, you're right. We should just have the rats take over.
2: No, there's not a good answer to this. Like, so first of all, cats are terrible. They're not, and terrible. they need to be destroyed. Um, and so once we destroy that, then we can just then we can work on destroying the rabbits. At least you can eat rabbits. Um, and then we can work on destroying the rats. I don't know how we destroy the rats.
1: You probably could eat cats. I wouldn't want to
2: no there's a there's a societal thing against eating cats. I think it's like eating dog.
1: Well, I don't want to eat either of them and well, I don't want to kill either of them but
2: well, I mean, you do if there's two million of them that need to be murdered with poison sausages. I was, I was reading the comments on this And one of them was like Well, I can't visit Australia, I'll die Because I'll see that sausage laying there And take a nibble
1: You know, I, I was like thinking about that Because
2: like, <laughs> the sausages sounded pretty good Is this a
1: strike against Germans For uh, the, uh, the Holocaust? I don't think it's against Germans They drop a bunch of poison sausages Like, is this a trial run for dropping them in Germany?
2: No, what? <laughs> Okay, first of all, I don't know if the the, uh, the Jewish population of Australia is that high, and I feel like they would have done that years ago if did they were going to do
1: it. Did Australia fight in World War II? Yes, they, they did. They must have. Yeah, but
2: they... Because uh, the islands... Were yeah, islands. primarily the Pacific Theater.
1: Yeah. So they would have had a sort of, like, big fight with Germany, but they all were right. just nursing this rage for years.
2: Okay, the scientific evidence is unequivocal that feral cats are one of the greatest threats to Australia's land-based mammals, the government said in its Threatened Species Strategy Plan. Some parts of Australia are taking the issue a step further, offering rewards for slain cats. The state of Queensland is offering uh, $10 U- uh, AUS or $7 USD per feral cat scout. Uh, PETA and other re- organizations condemned the policies when they were announced, but Australian officials have supported them. The plan initially received intense backlash when it was first announced in twenty fifteen, but now even PETA, Australia, in principle recognized that feral cats hunted wildlife to a point at which this uh, species can no longer survive. So PETA's like kind of on board with it, but they can't officially be on board with it.
1: Well, because like they they're never against the murdering of animals. They just generally want to be the ones behind the murdering.
2: Yeah, no, like yeah, no, like PETA has like the highest highest like kill shelter rates, right? Oh, like it's the Peter insane! Settlers, like basically, you, they they bring dogs in and then murder them immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. It doesn't make any. The sense. The only ones that ever get out there are like if like somebody who's like who like works there is like, hey, let's uh, I want to actually have that dog, and then like that's the only times that they aren't just murdered.
2: I thought PETA was supposed to be like
1: no on
2: on animal sides,
1: and it's not even an issue for them. Like a, like a, for it's it's pretty fucked up with PETA.
2: Well, that is real, real. Because
1: PETA up. is against uh, pet ownership too.
2: Yeah, PETA doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: And so, the ethical thing to do is not have them be a pet. Just murder. Just murder the pet. it. Just murder it immediately. And that's the ethical ca- thing to do.
2: That that's not that does. Carlos, that doesn't compute. That it doesn't does really kind of make sense. No, it does not. All right. Well, should we uh, dive into a discussion topic? Yeah. All right. So. Um, we, we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I had, uh, so Bose released these, these new sunglasses. Um, and let me, let me grab the name of them here. Oh, I just wanted to, there we go. Bose sunglasses. They are called, uh, Bose Frames. And they have a speaker in them that, uh, basically plays sounds that only you can hear. Um, so you can you know wear sunglasses without wearing and listen to music and stuff without here without wearing your headphones and still be able to hear everything around you as well. Um, and they're adding like some augmented reality features where it'll like tell you directions and stuff like when you're walking down the street. Just some basic stuff, really cool. I think. Um, and then we've we've seen failed experiments with augmented reality in the past, like the Google Glass and stuff. Um, so we're gonna talk about. Augmented reality, things that we think could work, uh, things that we think will never work, uh, and what we would like to see with augment- augmented reality.
1: I'm going to put forward something that might work. Ooh. Now, people, I don't think they have the survival instinct that they need, that they used to have way back in the day. Oh, God. So I'm thinking an AR that will just make it so like out of the corner or high, you see somebody running at you and r- to attack you with like a knife or something. No, Carlos. What? So all of a sudden no, you have what? to move, and like your heart starts beating, and you like move to react to that. And of course, it's just it's not going to actually hurt you, but it looks like there's somebody coming after you to murder no, you. No,
2: so, Carlos. There's a massive, massive, massive flaw in your plan.
1: And now though they're being, you're going to be trained for when something does happen. You're ready.
2: No, that's not what's going to happen. Even a little bit. People are going to get used to that immediately. It's going to work for like a day, and then people are going to be like, "Oh, it's just a it's just a murderer running at me. Not a big deal. It's just AR." And then there's going to be a real murderer running at you, and you're going to die.
1: So my second idea: <laughs> you get the app out there, and then you can just run up. And like after it's become really popular, you just run up and murder somebody. The you are going to be like, "Yeah, oh, that guy is just it's AR." It's like and then you can get away with it. How's that? Did that?
2: No. Fix Car- the problem? Carlos, that, that makes it worse because now you're <laughs> murdering people. You're not.
1: Sub- no! How is this making the world a better place? So that one did not help. No! It was the opposite of helpful. I'm going to keep So I'm keeping the maybe
2: category, though? No, one. no. That's not going in the maybe category. That's going in the never, ever, ever, ever category. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ, Carlos! <laughs> you made a murder
0: app.
1: That only could potentially be used as a murder app, but not necessarily. You made a murder app. A lot of people don't aren't going to be using AR. A lot of people aren't going to. Uh, you you just murdered a bunch of people. I didn't murder anybody. Grouchy, you literally just said that you were going to murder people. I was saying that was a potential use of it, and because like the first. So how
2: is it not a murder app then? I
1: don't know.
2: (laughs) If the potential use of it is to murder people.
1: All right, Casey. So you you give us a you you give us an idea.
2: Okay, so I I feel like we keep coming back to like um, sunglasses as uh, like glasses seem to be like the wearable um, most likely to be adopted for some reason. Though Google Glass failed horribly because they looked terrible, right? Because um, you could immediately tell it's something. So I think it's going to be discreet. Um, what I would really like to see are. are um, uh, like and we're we're years away from this, but like miniaturized, uh, like contact lens type stuff that would be amazing, but that's that's pipe dream bullshit. So what we're talking about now, uh, pair of sunglasses, you know, you throw them on, um, and I'd like to see just like you know little arrows like that kind of light your way, or uh, if you want to get real dystopian about it, uh, it, it immediately like uh, did you ever play Watch Dogs? Yeah. So, you know how um, when you're walking around, uh, people like information about people just keeps popping up? Yeah. We could make that happen with facial recognition and Facebook.
1: Yeah. I actually do not want that. That sounds like actually a horrific nightmare. I don't know, Carlos. That'd be fine. Like, there's no privacy, at, there's even less privacy than we have nowadays. Or maybe there's just as much privacy, but now it's not even hidden from you anymore. It's you are not even weird. hidden.
2: It's just there. It's just there. So we're, it's a tour moving.
1: You can't even hide it from yourself, That just how little privacy you have.
2: Yeah, but see now, Carlos, we can pair that with your murder and <laughs> 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 And we just made a serial killer's wet dream.
1: It would make it very easy for a serial killer to, like, choose some odd thing that they go after. It's like, well, I mean, only if they have taken uh, a certain number of do- pictures with their dog, for example. Like, well, if they don't get that many, then I'm after them. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, so augmented reality, that I think, will never, like, also, uh, you know it would be really cool?
1: Well, I, I know exactly what oh. would be really cool. So... People love puzzle games, like on their phone or whatever. So I was thinking. Carlos, you, no. You, 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 I'm thinking, like, a, I even have a name for the app. Oh, Jesus. It would be the uh, optional, because cognitive, because it's going to be helping you uh, You think, display. So optional cognitive display, or OCD for short, uh, it would uh, apply <laughs> color patterns over stuff. And you can move it around as a puzzle game anywhere. It would, ju- like, you go somewhere, you activate it. And, like, uh, like, it would create a puzzle off of your environment. So you move the things to make the puzzle go off. And, like, you get points and stuff like that. I, 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 I So, yeah, you use the OCD app and you move things Jesus around and you get Christ. points. Jesus Christ. Carlos, how is that? You're creating a- <laughs> new mental illnesses. <laughs> it's not a mental illness. It's a game. <laughs> and you get points. And there's going to be a leaderboard.
2: All right. Um, All right. How's this one? How's this one for something that could actually be useful? Um, We keep trying to implement it into, like, personal wearable. But what about, like, just into your, like, your car's windshield and stuff like that? Like, have, like, start having your navigation, like, just part of your windscreen. Yeah.
1: You could finally watch Netflix while driving and not have to glance away as far from the screen. No. God damn it. No. Oh, you can watch Hulu too, I guess, but generally Netflix. No,
2: I like so they actually have that shit pretty locked down. Like, um, my parents have the uh, have the van with like the the thirty seven DVD players in it and stuff, and like can play games on the on the consoles. But the driver can't access any of that shit while the car is moving.
1: Did you give them a controller?
2: No, they like they so the the driver's screen does not display any of that information. You
1: know what you can do though. You take a Nintendo Switch and put it right there on that screen. Oh, yeah, you could. And now you can play Nintendo Switch while driving. Carlos, that's that's a bad idea. But you could do it, though. Well,
2: yes, of course. Yeah, you could do it. You're right. You
1: could play some Mario You could
2: also make an app called OCD and a murder app. These are all things that you can do. Does that make them good ideas?
1: (laughs) You know, I just want to say that playing puzzle games, Casey, is good for your brain. Like, as cognitive parts in there, like it could it helps fight put off Alzheimer's. Okay, by doing all these puzzles. Okay, you're right. Um, so may, I think maybe that just keep, rebrand to, to what?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, to not OCD. <laughs> so you're not co opting a fucking mental illness <laughs> that has already seen a ton of co option. <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't know what else it would be. You know, just drink some more
2: beer. All right. Um. Okay. What about what? So we've talked about apps. What is a device that you think would be absolutely terrible? Like, like. Uh, so you know, you know, like when they started making everything smart, and you get like the smart toaster and the smart washing machine and all that bullshit. What is the AR version of that?
1: The AR version of something,
2: just completely ridiculous. You're like, why? How is that gonna help anybody?
1: I would say, like, uh you walk down by and like, it, the a little notification pops up above the garbage can, telling you what percentage the garbage can is full.
2: Yeah, that. How is that helpful to anybody?
1: It's not.
2: Like you're, you could look into the garbage can and see if the thing you're gonna throw away fits.
1: Like you look over there, like garbage can. One hundred and five percent full. Like, you,
2: you don't. <laughs> we can see that. You, you don't need that. For <laughs> we that. know that it needs to be changed. We can see it. We're just
1: lazy. Like, although maybe it makes sense though if it starts giving notifications to, <laughs> that it's so full.
0: Hey, this shit's full. You need to deal with this now.
1: And if it color codes it too.
2: Well, it's can, it can color code it too.
1: Yeah, like make it make the message different colors. To make make it flashier once it's over ninety percent. Well, hey, maybe that would help. I make, do, it, I, make it uh, useful. And then make it a puzzle game? You know, for the people who just don't take the garbage out fast enough, often enough.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: Hmm. Hmm. All right. I'm trying to think of what else to call the LCD one, but, like, there's nothing else that God, really God damn
0: it, Carlos.
2: <laughs> I think uh, augmented reality podcasts would be bad. Like, so... I know a lot of people, they like to listen to, like, or they'll, they'll watch, like, the vodcasts and stuff like that um, of stuff. And But for me, I'm listening to a podcast to have something on in the background to listen to while I'm doing tasks that aren't that enjoyable to me, right? Having shit pop up in my vision. Like, I don't need to see two motherfuckers sitting around a table in AR while I'm trying to do
1: the dishes. Well, what you really know, though, is it's just going to be ads. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be audible and cast for mattresses. It's always going to be ads like you're just that's the bad thing about like uh, about going with uh, the augmented is just you're going to have ads popping up in your eyes And yeah, like uh, on, right on audio like it's pretty it's not bad like you can skip them if you want to. It's like so, uh, they're generally pretty innocuous in most part like they're not all the way in your they're not super annoying. But uh. Like, I'm starting a pop up, like, and visually notifying you that there's an ad going on, and that you can just like, click on this ad for a uh, Casper mattress, which our code is going to be in the, uh, in the end of the episode. <laughs> no, we don't. Gosh, we don't. did we get a
2: Casper mattress's code? We
1: did not. Oh, okay. Because if we did, we'd get a free mattress, and I could use a new free, a new free mattress. Why do you get the mattress? Because I don't know. I, it would probably not be me, because I did not, would not have read the email. <laughs> i'm pretty sure you'd be the one that read that email first yeah all, all right
2: well maybe it's maybe it's a shitty mattress and then you no. Can have it's it.
1: supposed to be a really good mattress actually
2: yeah i've heard that from every podcaster who got a free one Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that like uh <laughs> that free mattresses are pretty great oh well, free mattresses are the best mattress all right. Uh, should we get out of here? I don't know if I really have anything to add. We're at. We're at we hit an hour.
1: All right. Yeah, I, I think we're good.
2: I mean, we can we can talk about uh, what kind of what nobody kind of... steal my idea from the app.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's Carlos's retirement
1: plan. It's gonna have a leaderboard, and it's gonna be great. A leaderboard. Yeah, for points. For the most OCD person in the world. Well, you if like you get points, you can string points along. If could, Do you get like a little OCD badge?
2: So if you see other players, they'll be like, "I'm OCD too."
1: No, that doesn't make any sense at all.
2: Wow, well, then you guys can play puzzles together. Can you have cooperative puzzles? <laughs> see,
1: the, the fun—it would be actually kind of fun. The of just because of the fact that there's people who are like just saying that they're OCD and they're just not actually OCD because OCD is a debilitating like yeah mental that illness. you are
2: now making into a fucking app like some goddamn tool. the other people did it first.
1: <laughs>
0: The other so that the, and that makes first, it right?
1: That makes it right? And I'm just co-oping it from them. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ.
0: That doesn't make it okay.
1: It might make it okay.
2: No, that doesn't make it okay.
1: And, you know, I think that if everybody was really against it and out and open about how terrible that idea is, I think people would stop co opting OCD, period.
2: And so when people start uh, yelling at you, culture. Do you, do you just get to say, well, no, what I'm really trying to do is bring uh, bring awareness to... OCD, the app. I mean, uh, the the actual
1: no, disorder. No, I would just be saying huh, it's just a coincidence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's not how anything works.
1: <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ, Carlos! There's a reason we don't do shows where it's just the two of us, because I just get mad. <laughs> Alright guys, uh, thanks for tuning in this week and uh, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead shoot us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at Ninja And just a heads up, uh, you guys will be listening to Carlos host for the next four weeks, so that'll be fun.
1: Hopefully I get more guests or and co-hosts than I did than we had on today's episode.
2: Yeah, I hope it's uh, not just you talking to the microphone about your OCD app.
1: (laughs) I already (laughs) talked about it, though.
2: (laughs) I can't Uh, talk about it again. Right. Yeah, no, you got to talk about OCD, too. More puzzles. No. All right, guys. uh, And I will not see you next week, but I'll see you in four. So see ya.